Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Exciting news to tell you. What? Going to the hairdresser today. No. Yeah. No. Yeah? No. Yeah? Well, you promised me last time. What did I say? I can't remember. If you get your hair dyed, we will break up. I've said that because it was a promise. <laughs> I don't get my hair dyed. You bleach it so much that your scalp gets red raw and like peels. It's so it's painful. You're naturally like fair. You don't need to bleach it like that blonde, blonde. And also you had a hair transplant. You spent all that money <laughs> and you're ruining, damaging the locks. <laughs> I don't dye my hair. Jenny, if you're listening, please don't bleach his hair. Please don't. Well... I love the cut, but no more bleach. If you stop wearing that smelly thing on your face... I have melasma. I have to wear sun cream. He hates the sun cream I wear. The smelly stuff that you put in your face. Sorry, and it smells as bad as your arsehole. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Should we get on with the episode? Yeah. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are... Getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Well, nearly. Welcome back to episode 10. Of Nearly Weds. Uh, it's Sophie and Jamie here. It's Jamie and Sophie. No, it is Sophie. <laughs> yeah, you've got it the wrong way around. I've got a bone to pick with you. What? You promised me last episode. Yeah? You promised me, promised me, promised me last episode. You said that we would have what? a venue and a date no we didn't you said promise me and i said yeah go and listen to episode nine where you make a deal with me that we'd have the venue and the the devil that's what i did (laughs) marrying me yeah anyway you promised me we'd have a venue and a date lockdown and what do we have nothing we have nothing to report because you once again i didn't do anything i didn't do anything sophie you do it every time no i didn't do anything guys i'm being such a good bride and i'm just taking it on the chin that my dream venue can't for many reasons be accessible so for one reason what what reason it costs like half a million to put on the wedding yeah but i wanted it there (laughs) (laughs) honestly it costs so much money that they said, look, the only way you're going to be able to do this is if you bring the guests down. The guest list was going to be about 50 people. They <laughs> also were well, like, literally, they scrapped. Like, the only way we could do it was if we literally ate off, like, plastic. Like, and there were before. no chairs. <laughs> there was no <laughs> chairs. Like, just, we're just paying for the venue. And I was like, we could make it. But we decided. They, the, the venue didn't even come with tablecloths. <laughs> just, just came. You were paying for the venue. And Sophie was so in love with this venue. We spoken about I it. I think you know we could have made it work. Like we could have sat and like. Where am I going to put my dodgems? Where am I going to put the my dodgems? Coat? Aren't happening. The golf balls aren't happening. We're going to fly out together. Jamie's. I've managed to get him to come with me, guys. We're making progress. We're going out for two short days, and we are going to size he'll deliver a venue whilst we're there. I'm not. I'm not going back on the plane until we've got a venue. We're flying out to Malaga, to yeah. Spain, to go and finally look at venues. I'm. I know. I've control. sniffed one out, and I know which one I want. Today is a big day. It's a big day. On the podcast. I'm a bit nervous. Why are you nervous? Because you've got... Yeah, do you want to tell them? Well, no, but why are you nervous? I just feel a bit nervous. 
We are having Charlene. Dunn. I think you're going to divulge too much. I'm not going to divulge too much. It's going to be great. Okay. We have Charlene Douglas on the podcast today, who is a sex therapist. No, she's actually a couples therapist, an intimate coach. But you just want her on to talk about sex, which I'm not sure why, because it's not like we don't have sex. Like, we're fine. So, to, yeah, but I have to warm you up on a Monday to have sex the following Monday. Oh, no, just got the worst look. I just got the worst look in the world from her. <laughs> interesting what do you mean no no we can't have an argument why what was that wrong that i'm was... kidding i'm obviously oh, sophie i'm kidding you're ha, ha, you're like ha. a bee to honey you you're can't get you off me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i'm like oh i'm tired you're just all over me like a rash <laughs> the first time we ever kissed you went to grab <laughs> First time Sophie and I ever kissed, we're on a virgin. I did not we're on a flight. Grab anything. When we first kissed, you grabbed my penis. I didn't grab your penis. <laughs> you kissed me, and you went, "Oh my god, I've got a boner." And I went, "I don't believe you." No, I went, I "We were friends," and I was like, "No, you don't." No, I it never was also said like that. Not that intimate of a kiss. It was kind of like a little peck. And he, lo and behold, he was pitching a tent. <laughs> Ah, Shall we have some listeners' messages? Ah, Guys, thank you so much for writing in. We've got an anonymous message, um, so here we go. I'm going to read it out. Say, hi, Jamie and Sophie. Really loving the podcast. Hope you can help me with a dilemma. Why are you reading it like that? I'm getting married next year, and I'm so excited, but I'm having a real (laughs) issue with my maid of honour, who I've known for 15 years. She's really stealing my thunder. I get minimal enthusiasm when I talk to her about the wedding or hen. And worse still, she's not even been proposed to yet, but she's already told me she might have her wedding a week before mine. Sorry, no, that's outrageous. I don't want to seem selfish, but I really wanted to feel special in the run-up to the wedding. No doubt. I'm getting really bad energy from her, but I've already declared her as my maid of honour to all my friends. My other friends are so much more supportive Why are you reading it in such a weird I, way? It's freaking me out. I'm reading it just with emotion. No, but like, so creepy. It's like, What's you're, that? it's like you're... Like, breathe. You, okay. Okay, continue. My other friends are so much more supportive and excited, and I just wish I'd asked one of them. Any advice would be massively appreciated. Okay, dilemma. So what do we do? You just got to sack her off. You've got to just sit her down. It's your day. You want the people you love around you. You want everyone rooting <laughs> for you. It's not about anyone else. It is the only day that it can be just around you. I think you've got to really kindly sit her down. Just be like, oh, I don't know. How would you say it? you just got to be truthful about it and just yeah, be like, come on. I would just on. be like, look, I feel like you've not been that supportive. And, you know, for um, these reasons, list them off in a really nice way. Yeah. I don't want you as my maid of honour anymore. There we go. And I, I want you to just it. be there and enjoy the wedding, but not as my maid of honour. What do you think's behind it? I don't know why she's doing that. Maybe maybe she's just very... Jealous. Maybe she's jealous. Mm, yeah, well, maybe she's just like one of those like people who just has no self-awareness and they just she's talk. Jealous. Because she's saying she's going to get married. Yeah, it's jealousy. I can sniff it all over them. Oh, you can sniff I it. I can sniff Jamie's it Jamie's called over. it. He sniffed it. Right. Okay, next question. Hi, Jamie and Sophie. Congratulations on your engagement. I'm loving hearing your wedding planning antics and your podcast is so funny. Thank you very much. A bit of a moral dilemma for you. My fiance had asked a friend from school to be his best man, but said best man is becoming quite rude and bossy, such as stating that the suits have to be grey and wedding discussions should be done online instead of in person and just generally being objectionable to every suggestion. 
So my question is, can you um best man someone, as in ask them not to be your best man anymore? What do you think? Oh God, my this is Lord. clearly a running theme. There's something in the air at the moment. Can you un best man someone? Well, we've just told her to un-maid of honor someone, so I think you can un-best man someone. Listen, you probably can do that. I think it's a really difficult situation. I think it's a really difficult situation. I think, you know, what you've got to do first is give them the benefit of the doubt, have an honest conversation and say, look, this is how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. I think you're being really objectionable or to the girl, I think you're stealing my thunder. Mm -hmm. Can you please stop? And if they don't, then just be like, look, this really isn't working out and I want to salvage our friendship. And I think if we continue in this route, we won't end up being friends. So I'd rather you not be my best man or you not be my maid of honor and us to say friends rather than the other that is it boosh that is it god you're good at this i know you are so good at this. okay we have one more here we go uh from sussex mother who says hi jamie and sophie i'm loving the podcast i've just listened to the episode about wedding dresses and it reminded me of my wedding dress story i had the big ivory traditional wedding dress and thoroughly enjoyed feeling like a princess all dressed up and beautified unfortunately during the evening reception while guests were enjoying bacon butties and our chocolate wedding cake the best man's wife dropped a piece of chocolate cake right on my dress she must have been so apologetic you'd imagine no she told me i'd never wear it again so it didn't matter it was only nine-ish so i had a few hours left of the day and spent the rest of my wedding with a big brown smear of cake and icing down my front oh well what about land best to the baby. imagine that no i wouldn't care but it would be her saying oh you're not gonna wear it again like trying to justify it. i'd be like sorry imagine that i've got another listening message from alice so she said loving the podcast how do you deal with people asking where's my invite i get asked this question so much and it's the most awkward question ever because i don't want to be like you're not coming yeah that is a hard That's one bloody that is really hard but the worst thing is, is i think i've done this to people what like, have you done not said where's my invite but been like oh my god i'm so excited and then as i say it i'm like <gasps> they're probably not gonna invite me <laughs> like i've done it and i've been like <laughs> you know what i mean it's when you the next day when you have a shower you just try to go oh you just yeah you're, to... you're like you go it comes in you go, get out get out get out try to wash it off you i've ah! done it so many times and like people talking about like their birthday party and i'll be like oh my god I'm so excited. And they look at me suddenly and I'm like, oh, fuck. I get awkward. I get awkward when I get people asking me, who's your ushers and who's your best man? Or people tell me who their ushers and best men are and I'm not it. And I feel awkward. I know I feel awkward for them. I'm like, they're probably feeling bad on me, but they really don't feel awkward. What? Because why do they feel awkward? Because they're thinking I should be one. They're awkward telling me who their bridesmaid is. I get it. I get it. One of the big ones, okay, one of the big ones I I think is that you've got to do this. We said this before. When you want to invite someone to your wedding, someone told me this, it was great advice, that if they turn up at your front door and they ask for the money that it's going to cost for them to come to your wedding, £50, £30, £100, £200, would you give the money to them at the door if they ask for it? If you wouldn't, don't have them on your list. Yeah, so just just breathe in when they just laugh when they say it. Laugh when they say what? Say ha! Where's when they go to her? Where's my invite? Just sort of laugh and brush it off and then walk away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's in the post. No, don't say that. Yeah, say That's that. That's a lie. Say it's in the post. That's a lie. Say it's so in the post. Go, and you're off. Just laugh it off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our listeners' questions. So we'd like to welcome to the podcast, Charlene Douglas, who's sex therapist, life coach, star of Married at First Sight. We sat down and had a session with her, chatting all things sex, relationships, and you and I. Are you ready for this? Enjoy it. 
Shannon, can you explain to our listeners and to Sophie and I who exactly what you do, who you are, everything about you? Okay, so the bits, the interesting bits mm. is that I'm a sex therapist. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> James, like, yeah. yeah. Um, eyes light up. And I work with individuals and couples who have sex and relationship issues. So um, I think oftentimes people feel like, you know, when I say that I do this for a living, they're like, oh, you must hear about all the fantasies and things like that, um, which of course I do. Sexual fantasies is part really? of that. Absolutely. Um, but also I hear some of the distressing things as well, like the erection issues, ejaculation issues, orgasm problems. There's no problem in that category. No. Oh, no. <laughs> there is not a problem over there. Mm, yeah. Or is there? No, I would say. Oh, okay. That's, that's Have you ever, Charlene, um, has anyone ever come to you and said their partner orgasms too much? Because if oh I Oh my think- God, what is wrong with you? Just stop already. <laughs> I want to know more about people's fantasies. So like, can you divulge or is that strictly confidential? Um, so I can sort of speak very generally. Yeah. So, I mean, oftentimes some of the, the people that I work with, whatever's happened to them in their sort of younger years um some to the good and the bad it can form particular sexual fantasies when they when they get older what? so What's, yeah what do you mean so this person wouldn't mind me sharing because this is a, a friend um i won't say their name of course but yeah. they they know that i share this as an example but this particular person has spoken about a fantasy around smelling underwear and you know just really enjoys the natural sense of a woman you know the the real natural smell in fact prefers it to be really uh smelly no (laughs) and sweaty um i i've been asked multiple times to sell my sweaty underwear to this man and then he once came back and said could you actually make sell me your sweaty gym kit the sweatier the better yeah i was like this can't be for real yeah did you consider it be honest well, you were like ask him to double it and we'll consider it <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> i never did you say that jamie I, you did no i never tried to act as your pimp to, to your be underwear fair, like i wouldn't really care i wouldn't see his face like as long no. as i got the cash in my bag no and we all have different <laughs> fantasies i suppose some are uh, sort of more acceptable by society than than others mm. that's more like i wouldn't even when i think of fantasies i think of like brad pitt in like a sailor suit but not Did like you know that jamie sorry your fantasy is brad pitt in no, a sailor suit that's what i think of other people thinking of i'm just right. generalizing we should speak about this okay jamie smells his bum okay <laughs> no but it's really gross and it puts me off him and he does it regularly i'm just wondering how, how does he he do like that? just like puts his fingers down i don't know if it's his yeah. balls or it's his bum but he puts his fingers you know what you know boys always sit with their like hands in there right boxes which is just quite unpleasant anyway yeah i i'd be so on board with that in fact i would clap him if he just did that but he doesn't he goes that little bit further and then he goes like this and sniffs it with his fingers <laughs> and it genuinely makes me heave yeah i can imagine that word yeah. that would jamie but, is so that what, what what is that about i think we definitely have to ask jamie like what jamie what, what's that about for you shannon she's lying actually <laughs> i don't sniff. you once made me smell it He's, I said I actually was like what the what is the fuss like there has to be something and it was so vile it smelled like sweaty balls <laughs> Jamie this, tell us this isn't true Shani this is not a fantasy of mine or anything like that sometimes what, what happens it's a problem it's not problems I don't know what happens is it's like a tick you know sometimes I'll be scratching or something and then I and then, down there yeah then I'm like oh what does that smell like but why <laughs> were you gonna say taste like <laughs> no no not taste like <laughs> 
Not taste like, smell like. Smell so like. Yeah. Is it, yeah, I suppose, is it just a fascination with something that's a bit taboo or something that's a bit wrong? No, I think it's the odour. I just, I don't know. Oh, oh my about... God, you're literally like that man. Like, you actually, like, you want, but you want men's boxes being sent to you. <laughs> I don't That's what we're trying to Because Sophie and I are getting married, mm-hmm. I always heard this thing that what happens is, is when you get in further down a relationship, you both become friends. And that's what happens. You become yeah. just friends with each other. And actually, the sort of sexual side of things starts to disappear. And actually, it's so important to have a healthy sexual relationship, isn't it? Absolutely. And what I would say is that oftentimes people don't have those maybe awkward conversations about sex early on in terms of what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, yeah, what turns them on, what things that they'd like to include in their sexual world. And in terms of turn-ons and turn-offs, I know we make it a joke about you, you sniffing your bum, but for example, <laughs> if, if, for example, you wanted to do that during a time when you wasn't going to be sexual, that might be better for Sophie. But if you wanted to kind of get like no, no. sexy... No, you don't want to, to, to do it at all. I don't want you to do that at all. And I okay. really don't want you to do that during sex. Yeah. Because it would have to stop right there and then. Yeah. I don't find that sexy at all. Yeah. Okay. I would say that in our relationship, what happens is, is that yeah. I have a big sexual appetite. Okay. I could eat that meal every day. Yeah. And I don't think Sophie... Oh, no. What? You're really going too far. What? You don't, you don't like having sex as much as I do. You don't have to like... But is it the type of sex that's on offer? Oh my god, this type of sex on offer for her is like a freaking supermarket. You can take your pick. What do you want? <laughs> you, you, walk down the aisle. What do you want? You want some cuddling? Oh, it's there. Oh, it's on offer. Oh, but is that kind of like... Look at, her, look at her getting awkward. But is the cuddling on offer with it having to kind of lead to penetrative sex? Or can it just be a cuddle and a kiss and a, and a fall asleep? No, no, it's always what he wants penetrative. Right. <laughs> Look at you, (laughs) Sophie. The reason why we're here is because we're trying to make our our relationship have a great sexual relationship. So you've got to be open. We have one. I don't get what we're talking about. Would you you say, Jamie, that you're open to doing things a different way? Yeah. What kind of way? (laughs) What are we talking about? I don't know what we're talking about. Well, I suppose. So, if what you're saying is that you've got a high sex drive, yes, or wide sexual appetite, Uh and Sophie, that you don't, yeah then a discussion needs to be had around, okay, what sex is on offer for us that's, that, that means that Sophie isn't as excited to get into the groove? Mm-hmm. Does it mean maybe having a look at what else can we take out and what else can we put in so that we both enjoy this experience? By yeah. the way, I'm not not sexual. No, you're very you just sexual. Like, you just like, no, it's like not right. I don't think what you do. Recently what's happened is because it's hot. Sophie is sleeps naked. Oh my yeah. god! You do. You sleep naked, and I think that is a sign. It's a sign of what? I don't know. Being flirty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys need to have a conversation. About is that not? This. Is that not legit? <laughs> don't get naked in bed. Then that's unfair. It's boiling hot. You get naked. I oh every night I'm naked. But you're ready for it every night. Oh, you bet. Yeah. He's ready for it every day. <laughs> He's ready for all day, all night. It's awful. Mm. Yeah, but that's because I find you really attractive. No, you're so attractive. I think you need to go lift some weights or something. Burn some testosterone off. When it comes to sex, mm-hmm. do men look at sex differently to what we're... Do, do, what turns on men, is it different to what turns on women? Oftentimes, yeah. I suppose that's the, the quick answer. I think oftentimes for guys, they're quite visual. So if they see a 
breasts hanging out, then they might become a bit turned on by that. Or, you know, you know, guys have a really good imagination as well. Like, you know, a woman could be walking past and she could be fully clothed and a guy could think, I wonder what she looks like naked bent over, you know. And ah, go, right? Never. No, do you? <laughs> never. Do you do no I never do that. So men find that attractive and so they can get turned on by visual things and, and visualising stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is really stereotypically speaking here, right? But oftentimes men are more visual and women sometimes need something else. But sometimes for guys, it's like they expect the woman to be the same. So you do have to have a conversation with your partner to say, okay, what does it for you? What helps you to get into that sexual space? And it might be things that are quite foreign to to you guys. So it could be, you know, feeling protected. It could be a cuddle. It could be thoughtfulness, like, you know, cooking nice dinner and let's just have a nice massage. And it might be that you, you know, thoughtfulness where you've, you've heard Jamie that, you know, Sophie likes, let's say the scent of lavender. So you've gone out of your way to go to a nice shop. You've bought some nice massage oil. That's like lavender massage oil. And you said, babe, you know what? I'll tidy the house today. You know, I've I've made you a bath, you know, so when you come home, all she has to do is get in the bath and then you give her a lovely massage like that in itself. That, my friend, sounds like heaven. That's orgasmic just right there. Yeah. Hang on a second. So I have to spend half the day to get you warmed up. So I have to spend half the the day trying to find lavender and running a bath (laughs) and cleaning the house just to have sex for three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what I'm going to do, Sophie. Later, I'm going to build a shelf. Jamie, you all literally be like this. I'm so tired, and you'll go, "Can we have sex?" And I'm like, oh, you, "Like what part of you?" They, or I'll be like, "I'm so full," and you'll be like, "Can we have sex?" Every time that no one would want to have sex, you ask me, and I'm like, "No." <laughs> that is so interesting. So, because it's true. If I'm being totally honest, I definitely believe that my sexual needs are the same as Sophie's sexual needs, and obviously they're not. That's why, that's why I, I sort of have to uh, persuade Sophie sometimes into, you know, doing it because cause you're just like, I can't be bothered. Because, yeah, I do. I, when you're tired or wrong times, I'm, I'm trying to sex you at the wrong times. Yeah, you're doing it at the wrong times. But also as well, like emotions like play a huge part in like sexual desire and motivation as well. So, for example, if you guys have had an argument or if Sophie feels, let's say, disrespected by you, even if it was unintentional she wouldn't then perhaps I don't want to speak for you Sophie you may not then be in a space where you want to be close to somebody and you want to be physically vulnerable so if you don't feel like you could be emotionally vulnerable with someone and they haven't taken you seriously then you don't really want to be physically vulnerable with somebody that's so interesting wow okay well what what, how do we how do we create a better sexual relationship then because we're getting married as I said yeah I want to keep the spark alive so there's a really buy me lavender I'm not gonna buy you lavender (laughs) well then you're not getting the good so there's a really good book called come as you are you're gonna laugh at the title right (laughs) it's a really good book and it speaks about accelerators and brakes right so it speaks about what are the things that kind of get the accelerator going Mm. broom 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 broom, Mm. right and what are the things that happen in our lives that put the brakes on in terms Mm. of sexual like desire and motivation right Right. Mm -hmm. I would suggest that you guys definitely get that book and work through it but also to have a conversation honestly where you think about the things that really do it for you you can call it turn on or turn off but things that do it for you and the things that really don't do it for you and although one thing that you guys have that I think is really powerful, even from a, and from a sexual point of view, is laughter and humour. That's really great for emotional intimacy. 
But I would ask you for this task. Of course, you use a bit of humour when you need to. But it really, really is important that you guys can hear each other, that you can hear what the other person needs or doesn't need. Because what could happen is you, Jamie, could be doing your own style of mm. this should surely work. I'm sexy. She's yeah. attracted to me. This should work. This is an unbelievable style. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, 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 it's unbelievable. Honestly, if we filmed it ever and you watched it back and we send it to you, Charlene. Yeah. You filmed would, it? Yeah, you would be like... Do people that do that? Is, no. That, you no. Would, <laughs> that would be quite I think you would look at that Blur out our faces and use yeah. it as an example oh, to show other people. Oh my god, no, you, you know there are you know there are sex surrogates though that do that. Sorry, what do you mean? So, Sorry. so sex surrogates they uh, do similar work to what I do, but they will be there with you when you're having sex to help you. Shut <laughs> up! Shut up! Yeah, they'll they'll be there to help you. So they bend your like hand in the right place. Yeah. So they might say they might say, uh, Jamie, you know, can I? have permission to touch your penis and then you Sophie will be watching what the sex surrogate does no and they might be then saying to Jamie you know okay I'm going to show you how to finger Sophie and how to help her no so it could be that he does it and so he would put your fingers inside me no (laughs) whoever's invented this has gone can't believe I got away with this (laughs) I can't believe I've actually fooled everyone (laughs) so but in saying that if you think about if if you've got a couple where they just don't know how to sexually but surely can't they just watch a bit of porn yeah, but sometimes, I mean, you get the ethical porn, so that's maybe not so aggressive, but you also... How would you even know about a sex surrogate? Like, who would even go to one of those? Would you go to someone like you and you would say, do you know what I think a sex surrogate would you benefit can, you? Um, yeah, when you can Google search, like, sex surrogates or um, intimacy coaches. So although that's I go by that, by that title, I don't go to that length, um, but some intimacy coaches do. And it, I suppose the thing is, if we take the taboo away from sex, mm. like if you don't know how to do something, you'll go and get help for it, won't you? Yeah, Very true. If you don't know how to drive a car, the, the instructor's showing you what to do. Like it, it's kind of the same thing. Wow. That's so a very, very interesting What a great point. Yeah. Right. This is, I, 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 I agree. I'm in, Soph. I no. think you need help. I don't. I think you need I help. think I'm perfectly fine. That's what I would say. We're not getting a sex argument. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. (laughs) 
do you think it's healthy that when you're having sex and your partner laughs at you? <laughs> at you? At me. Okay. I'm talking about our relationship. <laughs> we can't do any position where Sophie is on top because she laughs. No, what? no, 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 no. It's not true. It's not true. Well, well, you did. You laughed at me the other day. It's actually not when I'm on top. <laughs> I'm on top. That's where Jamie's on top. It's just so funny. I don't know what it is about him. Like, is it a face expression that you're yeah. seeing? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I can't. People are going to listen to this and never look at us the same. I just want you to. Sorry, can you hear what she's saying? That when I'm on top, I make a certain face and she laughs. <laughs> Hmm. Okay. Okay. Someone told me that if you laugh when you're having sex, it's the best relationship. I mean, it sounds like it brings you closer together, right? I think it hurts my feelings. Does it? Yeah. Feelings. Does it actually though? Not really. Does but it distract you from from, from orgasming? <laughs> yeah. Stop laughing. I'm trying to, <laughs> to orgasm. I'm trying yeah. to imagine someone else. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. No, I thought, no. So hang on. So how? Okay, Shani. How mm. do we have? And this is for everyone who's listening as well. Yeah. How do we have a better sexual relationship? I know we've touched on different things about what women like and what men like. Yeah. And obviously it's different for every couple, right? Because yeah. that's what, but in general, what can we do? Is it about communication? It, it is effective, clear communication, making sure that you're not leaving room for assumptions. And I think there are a lot of assumptions about what women enjoy, for example. So, you know, when you watch porn, you will get, uh, you know, a guy or a girl rubbing the clitoris like for England and then <laughs> tapping, tapping, tapping. Ow. And then, you know, no and that can be quite sensitive. And, you know, and then what <laughs> will happen? Do- I've never watched porn. Yeah, me either. <laughs> so, um... Nor me. <laughs> uh, no, that ain't true. I haven't either. <laughs> But, you know, like, we'll watch things from that and then we'll be like, but surely this is working because on porn, like, you know, this, this they works. They tap, tap, tap. Sometimes they, like, tap the clitoris. They're really rubbing it for oh England. God, and it just, hurt. it's just like, oh, my gosh. But the woman's <laughs> screaming, like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. And then when you're, like, having sex with a guy, he thinks that that, or a girl, like, they think that's the thing to like do. euphoria when, when that yeah. guy, like, strangles that girl. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I thought that's what, that's what guys- you want. Yeah. Oh, we get confused. Okay. Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion. Like, I, I'm sorry, all my friends whose friends use that. Uh, God, I really hope no parents listen to this one. Yeah, any any parents of ours turn listening, off turn now. off right now. Because <laughs> Sophie's about to talk about a vibrator. <laughs> Not me using one, but <laughs> my friends who've used one. They, yeah. Everyone's like, they just put it on my leg. Never get, <laughs> never get. No, don't you look at Mate, me like I that. I wouldn't be laughing, right? Oh <laughs> like what? you lose com- complete sense of um. What geography? Geography. Do you yeah. know, I, I'm going to put it out there quickly. <laughs> G- having sex with a guy, and maybe this is really, but having sex with a guy, so I feel easy like, for it's, a girl. It's simple, right? Having sex with a girl is like going into a plain cockpit and trying to land it yeah, in so an maybe emergency. You should be having a one-on-one session. No, because it's, it's you, not, know, you press every button and hope for the best. It's like playing Tekken or Street Fighter on PlayStation. But maybe it's about slowing it down when it comes to having sex. <laughs> Right. And what I mean by that, Charlie, do you think I've slowed anything down in my life? (laughs) (laughs) Computer says no. (laughs) So slowing it down is key. Yeah. Like, you know, looking at the vulva, taking time to become acquainted with it. What's the vulva? So the vulva. It's my vagina. I thought you were talking about a car. (laughs) That's (laughs) Volvo. Volvo. (laughs) 
But this is interesting anyway, the very fact that you're not sure what it is, because it shows like, you know, people don't talk about the female parts in the right way. You know, we're calling a vagina a vulva, like, you know. Oh, it's a vulva, not a vagina? Well, the vagina's a whole. Oh my God, I thought the vagina was the whole thing. No, that's the vulva. That's great that I didn't know what yeah. my own body was. But it, but you know what, yeah. it's because, you know, when we're taught about sex, we're taught about the penis and, you know, it all comes from a male point of view. And obviously I love men, I'm just saying, you know, that, yeah. you know, we don't even know Fuckers. our own body parts. <laughs> we don't even know our own body parts. God, I had no idea. I thought we yeah. just had a vagina. Well, okay, that's that's interesting though. It's about communication. It's about getting through. It's that. about st- having a stare up at my vagina. I just, just for me, is that... Uh, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that actually typically with men and maybe with me, I'm fault in where I think, okay, we're just, let's go and have it now. And yeah. because I'm feeling frisky. <laughs> frisky. <laughs> frisky. <laughs> not. So I'm going to have to go and wave lavender around. But you can do both. <laughs> while though, building so, something. But you want to have a quickie sometimes. And yes. sometimes that might benefit you, but it might not benefit Sophie. And sometimes that's, that's, all, that's okay. But it's also having the space where you can also... Benefit me. Yeah, and do something a bit slower and a bit more intimate. And the more you do that, the more you'll learn about Sophie's body, like what works and what doesn't. You wouldn't even need to ask her. You'll see it. I don't think you've ever asked me anyway. Yeah, I have. <laughs> you have confidence like I've never seen it before. Okay, we have to communicate more. I think we're fine. No, I think we're great. I do. I think we're great. I think that I'm just, I'm probably too needy for it a lot of the time. One of the big things is, um, is once we, when we had sex once, I used her nickname and she didn't like that. I said, oh, Lammy Bear. <laughs> oh my God, that was outrageous. I can't, no, you didn't, no, no. What, what was it about that, Sophie, that didn't feel comfortable like, for you? I might vomit. I literally was like, no, get away from me. Why was it uncomfortable? Because it's like a child's name and it's just so wrong. It's, yeah. like, it's like a boy talking to me in a baby voice. Like I'd literally vomit on them. Like it, I, I literally looked around and I was like, no. Yeah, that is true. I'm going to send you guys uh, this sheet that I sent to clients called, I think it's 150 Sexual Conversation Starters. Oh my God. And that's really, really good. Yeah. Because I think although you guys communicate well, I think there is a little bit of a gap in terms of how you're communicating around sex. Yeah. Who do we think that's coming from more so? I think though, I think that you're so right. I think that actually the communication breaks down sometimes between us when it's about chatting about sex yeah. and being and I think that happens with a lot of couples though yeah but also because you guys laugh around a lot which is great in terms, yeah. like I said, in terms of emotional intimacy I think you also use humour during times when it becomes a bit uncomfortable a bit vulnerable you're like oh let's put a joke in there and then that breaks Actually, it I think yeah. you guys need to stay with the vulnerability when it feels uncomfortable vulnerability is key isn't it yeah I'm, I told you that didn't I Sophie did Sophie um, and by the way we do joke Sophie is to be cheesy for a second, I wake up every day and just go yes because I get to be with her. Aww. Like that—that is—that is—that is actually true. That's I do. Really I feel very, very lucky. You're trying to be vulnerable now. I am a little bit. Yeah. No, that's let really me, sweet. Let me be vulnerable for a second. Very right? sweet. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I think I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's lovely. But, but it's true, true right? It's sweet. And so, it, much as we joke around and things like that, I think it's—I think it's a good thing. But I also do think that probably because of my upbringing, probably because I was at boarding school, all those kind of things, sometimes the, the conversation around sex does become a bit awkward. Yeah. And and also I thought it was a myth that you were sober during sex. Like I just didn't think that ever happened. I thought everyone just you have a couple of drinks or whatever because then okay. your confidence gets a bit up and things like that until you're about 27 and then I thought oh no having sex without being drunk is probably quite nice. Mm. Oh my god, so wait, so you were like having oh my god, I bet you were so bad when you had it. <laughs> like with all these one night stands, they must have been like I didn't have that many one night stands. 
I know exactly what you would have been like. What would I have been like? Like this. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I know it. I know it. And all these girls would have like, uh, your PAs, and they would have been like, that was the worst night of my life. <laughs> I just know it. The first time Sophie and I ever had sex. No, this is true, and it was quite weird of you. I won't lie. First, oh, sorry. I the first time Sophie and I ever had sex. Yeah. There was such a connection that I felt. It felt electric. I can't even tell oh. you that when we had uh, completed the session, <laughs> I, I said, did you feel that? And I didn't feel what? <laughs> she didn't feel it. She oh, didn't... I did. I did. But he was like, did you feel? Bear in mind, we literally just started dating. We were like friends. Yeah. I'm like, quite deep. He was like, did you feel that? And I was like. When you say, did you feel that? Are we talking about, did you physically feel? No, the no, electric he... no, energy. No, he was like, did you? I was like, sorry. I was like, did you feel that? You must have felt that electric energy. And, and Sophie didn't? Well, I just was a bit taken aback. I, we were very drunk and we just had sex. I was like, bedtime now. Like, I've never had a boy say to me. And I, I didn't expect you of all boys to go, did you feel that? I was like, sorry. I had never felt that before, though. Oh, that's sweet. That is really sweet. One thing that came to my mind when you were given that compliment there was the love languages. I don't know if you're familiar with the five love languages. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about them? Yeah, I know that your love language is definitely affection. What are the five love languages? Yeah, so you've got acts of service. So that'll be, you know... I know a guy putting the mirror up on the wall, putting petrol in your car, yeah. the doing like doing the housework, that type of thing. Um, knowing that that, I'll say, turns you on, but that that's that shows love. Yeah. yeah. Um, gifts, words of affirmation, so the compliments, mm. things like that, are really nice. But also things like you know, saying something beautiful on a post-it note and sticking it on the fridge, or you know, Sophie I love you, that. that sort of thing. Or like you know, if you've got like a business meeting, and maybe Sophie puts in the on a post-it note in your folder you've got this babe I, I love do, you yeah. I would love that I like do that. I text you all the time saying good luck love you the first time that I realised that I really actually I had, there was something there with Sophie and I didn't know what it was I did stand-up comedy for the first time you fully had a girlfriend so I, I had a girlfriend at the time <laughs> and and she <laughs> sent me a message saying good luck tonight Aww. and something was I like the only person who sent me that well, I think message. other people did but you sent it to me and I remember something turned in me and I was like that's a bit weird. What was that? I was like, I felt <laughs> something. I did. I felt something. I felt something. I was like, that's so strange. That's lovely. Yeah. And and so that's clearly your, one of your love languages, isn't it? Like words of affirmation. Yes. Yeah. Jamie needs, you do love, you mm. need like validation and words of affirmation, which I think I'm really good at doing, even though I don't think you think I am, but I am. Do you I'm, think that Sophie's good at doing that? No. But why not? I say love you so many times a day. Yeah, but it's a double-edged sword here because if I got it too much from her, then I'd be annoyed. And so and so actually the fact that I, I pine after it is a good thing, I think, because actually uh, I, I remember this is so weird. God, we're really getting to therapy session here. I remember when I used to play rugby a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And my captain, uh, when I played younger, my captain and my coaches, who are, they're much older than me, they would never give me compliments because I was this cocky little kid. Right. But when they did give me compliments, they, I remember my captain came up and said, hey, you played really well today, well done. Oh, and, and it meant and a lot it, to you. Wow, it meant so much yeah. to me. And so with Sophie, if she gave it to me, if I get given things all the time, then as much as I want them all the time, yeah. it's actually not a good thing to have them all so the time. So would you say what you get from Sophie is enough? Well, it's when she says it, she means it. 
And that's so much more powerful, I think. Right. Yeah, that's true. I don't say things for the sake of it. He does sometimes say, can you tell me you love me? I'm like, well, no, because I'm right next to you. We're getting married. Like, obviously, you know that I love you. I literally literally say no. I'm like, no, I will not tell you that. Because it's so silly. Even if that's what he needs in the moment. No, because Arlene, I've said it to him four times already that day. I'm not going to say it again. Even if that's what he needs in the moment. No, I think you need to grow up. (laughs) She's stone cold. No, but why does he mean that? I don't understand that. But... I think what's really important though is if our partner needs something to feel loved or to feel supported, mm. particularly if they're confident enough to ask for it, I, I think it's really nice to just be able to, to reassure them in that moment. But imagine I had to say it then, that would, if he had his way, it'd be 400 times a day. I don't have enough love in my body. You don't have enough love in the, <laughs> the body to give that out. Jamie, would you want that every day? Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, maybe then Sophie. Like I do it fair fair. What's my love language? I would. I think what I do. I also like cook for you. Like I would. Like I like to cook and clean. Her love language is when I play sport. If I play sport, if I'm being, if I Sophie will find me uber attractive in situations where I become alpha. Ah, okay. If I'm playing tennis or if I'm giving a talk or I'm in a situation where I'm dominating. No, I just find you really attractive when you make me laugh. That's funny. And being alpha. Is that just my own manifest? No, I think... (laughs) When I'm alpha. (laughs) No, I find you interesting when you play sport. Like, when I just sit back and watch you, when you're not in, like, your work mode and you like sort of shut off and you're like on holiday and you're like playing sport i find you interesting because you're like non-stop and i find it fascinating how your brain just goes and that i find attractive because it's like interesting like you're so strange <laughs> there's a compliment in there should i go through the other love languages yeah, so, yes, so what do we so we got acts of service yeah words of affirmation right. which we've spoken that's about. me gifts Quality time and physical touch. I like physical touch. I like to hold hands 24-7. And do you like that as well, Jamie? I do, but not at 4am in the morning when she can't sleep and she tells you to scratch her back. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> she wakes me up last night. Wait, can no, you just touch me? You. So I was touching her and then she rolled over and said, I just had a scary dream about having threesomes. <laughs> no, I did not say that. Well, what did you say? I said I, I had a scary dream that there was loads of people having a gangbang at my dad's <laughs> apartment and he oh. walked into it. Not, I wasn't involved in that. So where were you, just hovering? <laughs> I was hovering in the background like, Daddy, no. <laughs> that sounded weirdly really dirty. Oh, dear. Did not mean it to. Your dad walked in, you went, Daddy, no. My no, dad walked in with all his friends to do a barbecue and all my, like loads the of flat. these random people in his old apartment and loads of random people having gangbang. And I was like, oops, you caught me. Do you think so that scary. that dream came about because you guys knew you were having this session today? Yeah, I think so. I it, I always think I have dreams always about what I've done that day or the yeah. next day. They're usually nightmares though. I get a lot of nightmares. Mm, this is it. Like that was fully a nightmare for me. I woke up really distressed by it. Mm. They're so real. Yeah. Yeah. Just quickly. So yep. love languages. So I just want to go back to this. So we have acts of service. Yeah. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Gifts. Gifts. Yeah. Quality time. Quality time. And physical touch. And physical touch. I'm words of affirmation, for sure. And I'm yeah. physical. And I'm physical touch. I think your physical touch, and I think your gifts, I think you like gifts. No, I don't really. I like them for myself, but they don't make me love you anymore. Oh, they don't make you love no. I like, I'm like, oh, sweet, love it for me. But it doesn't make me, like, love the person anymore. Yeah, so it's just phys- physical touch. and t- Quality time. I yeah. love it. I'm like, talk to me. Yeah. And he's like, meh, meh, meh. 
But this is interesting. So this is what I was saying about really listening to what does it for each other. Because what I'm hearing you say, Sophie, is that actually, if Jamie were to come, you know, to your room and he were to give you a nice cuddle, if he had the massage oil maybe and that played a part in it, let's say. While eating lavender. (laughs) While eating lavender. If you know that he's like dedicated the evening just for you, he switched off his phone, he put his phone in another room, for example. Oh, that would be so nice. So if you're looking at how do I turn my partner on she's telling you yeah listen up pucker up all right so when you when you see me put on my lavender belt (laughs) and put away my phone and hold a hammer and build a shelf and then walk into the room with some oil you know it's on (laughs) (laughs) let's get it on let's get it on but then i suppose what you don't want i don't want to put words into your mouth sophie but you don't want that pressure of oh this is what's to be expected or this is the reason why he's doing all of this it has to come from a place of i just want to connect with you because that's, it's a natural it. turn on. If it's like, I want to connect with you. And then sometimes guys will do that and then get frustrated because they're like, oh, I've done all this stuff. And like, you still don't want to have sex. Yeah. yeah. Charlene, I've got a question for you. So what about like somebody who's, you know, coming up to their 30 year anniversary and they've been yeah. in a relationship for a long time. Sex has got a bit stale. Do you suggest like role play, like dressing up, mm. pretending that, you know, what, what's oh, your yeah. thoughts on that? Knock, knock, knock. Who is it at the door? Oh, it's the builder. <laughs> Did <laughs> you just do a different accent there? Yeah. <laughs> the builder. What no, was the, it? Oh, it's the, it's the, the builder. Oh, I, I hear you need your pipes cleaning. <laughs> that is not Northern. Yeah. Is that sexy, Sophie, yeah. that accent? Oh, yeah. oh that's oh, turned me right your, on. Is the drain full? I'm going to unplug it. <laughs> Can you spice anything up? What happens then? Yeah, so um, I know it's not super sexy, but obviously having a conversation about it is important because I think when you have been in a relationship for so long, sometimes you just plod along with life. And so it's really important to find the time to talk about it. But, you know, role play is really exciting. And, you know, I know one couple that did the new employee boss uh, role play and that was like you know the new employee oh my gosh I don't really know what I'm doing today like where, where do you want me to sit sort of thing oh my and god then that the, is unbelievable and then sit right here honey. yeah <laughs> yeah you know that kind of thing you know can we try and do that now no, no come on I don't mean to be the new employee I'll be the new employee you can be with the boss okay, okay um, here we go do you want to be dominated yeah I, 100% <laughs> I can, uh, um, hello so, no, you're not. You're not. No, you're not. You need to change your voice. Yeah, I do. I'm a man. No, you're not. You're you're, you're a woman. You, you're you could be a girl boss. You could be a girl boss. Okay. What? So you're a boy. No, I'm me, and you've employed me. Oh right. All right. Okay. How is she making this confusing? Okay. All I've right. lost my boner already. <laughs> I'm getting involved. Okay. Here okay. we go. Uh, hi, uh, Miss. Oh, hello. Right. I'm really busy. How can I help? I have a small problem. I don't really... Uh... Do you not know how to work here? You've already been working here for a whole day. Well, the problem is, is that I um, I have a problem undoing my trousers. <laughs> no, so let's look... Oh. Let's look... <laughs> is that not what happens? No, so the other okay, whole, I got idea, one. I got the whole idea, Jamie, is that you're supposed <laughs> to be the innocent one. Oh, sugar. And the okay, boss is the Sorry. one that kind of, you know, All is right. like, <laughs> why don't you just sit <laughs> here? Okay, and, okay, you know, and like and... a creepy child, like <laughs> molesting an old Sorry, You went straight to the sex. Let's start it again. Let's start again. Okay, here we go. See, this just shows everyone you don't have a fucking clue. Okay, here we go. <laughs> ring, ring. He, no. I'm ringing you. Oh, uh, hello? Can you come to my office, please? Sorry, who is this? This is your boss. Oh, I'll be right there. <laughs> knock, knock. Come in. Uh, hi, Miss Habu. You, you've just asked me to come here. It's Sophie to you. 
Hi, uh, hi, Sophie. <laughs> what's um? What seems to be? What seems to be so funny, Sophie? Your lips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we could do it. Mm. I don't think we could do it. I'm so sweaty. I can't do it. I'm in really but hot. I think if you guys did it where the roles were reversed, yeah. I think you would be oh, able yeah. to do a dominant thing. 100%. Although I think you might run to the sex a bit too early <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, just grab your knickers now sort of thing. You know, so, <laughs> but you I would could be probably cut, do it. You, yeah, because I would be this. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, is that Sophie? Yeah. Could you come to my office naked, please? <laughs> <laughs> You'd go straight there. Yeah, straight in. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I have a big old post-it there you note. There you, you go. <laughs> but if you think about uh, it, if you guys were like dressed up and yeah. really stayed in role, like it could be really sexy. It could be a real build, build up. So with role plays, it might be that you might have to think about different types of role plays that do it for the two of you that feels sexy. So maybe the employee employer may not work for you it might be the fireman oh my gosh there's a fire you know i'm the tennis player and she's the bull girl you could put like an actor's mask on your face Uh, you want me to wear someone else's face (laughs) yeah i thought that Charlie, I want to say a big thank you. Um, obviously, we said you were married at first sight. We can watch um, it. Yeah. The new series is coming back soon, isn't it? Which yeah, is so the official date hasn't been released yet, but I would imagine it's likely to be at the end of the year. And we can follow you on social media. Can do, Charlene Douglas Official. Oh my God, go and check it out. And anything else you have exciting coming up? Anything at all? So I've got my Brain Sexy Back workshop and, you know, for women. <gasps> oh, I You've got to go to that. <laughs> I may well do. Do you do um, any lessons on... On, on what, on Jamie? What, Jamie? <laughs> Hand jobs. I was going to say how to, how to give a blowjob or something. I'm really good, you fucking loser. I'm kidding. Just do more. Oh my god, I'm out. Joking. You I'm cut joking. that out. Okay. Piece of shit. I'm joking, Safe. I'm actually kidding. I promise you, you are wonderful in every single way. So, and what happens in the sexual workshop? Yeah, so bringing sexy back is for women who want to learn how to kind of get their mojo back. You know, so maybe there's an issue around sexual desire, uh, sexual motivation. But also we talk about what we've spoken about here that, you know, like how do I get myself in the mood? And women also often put themselves under a lot of pressure to have spontaneous sex they're like why can I not just like come home after work and just want sex straight away and we go through the reasons why that might be happening and that what is. you can do and obviously there's lots of sex toys and lots of um gifts and goodies as well yeah win win yeah Charlene, thank you so much for going thank on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank I you hope guys. that was an okay session for you. Oh, I loved it. I yeah. absolutely loved it. Really, really, really loved lovely it. speaking to the two of you. Oh my thank god! And I will send you guys a sexual conversation starter. Thank you so uh, much. Don't need it anymore. He, he does need, need it. it. He don't does. need it. You are going to be one lucky lady. From <laughs> <now>. <laughs> She's going to be walking around smelling the lavender now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll know if any listeners smell loose. Smell Lucy. <laughs> Kind of similar. So. Oh wait, Lucy Trapp. <laughs> this is my ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That was your. Fa- You've had two. Maybe I'm pining after my ex-girlfriend. Maybe that's Perfect. what it is. Ooh, part two <laughs> of the therapy session. <laughs> well, that was uh, revealing. That was really deep. Like we, that was a proper therapy session. Are you excited to go back home and? Sweating lavender in there. I'm going to wear a lavender suit. While having lavender toothpaste, while putting massage oil around the place, you're gonna come back, and I'm gonna get slip all the and slide out. everywhere. And slip and slide, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
By the way, that was a real bumper episode for everyone. That was a longer one. Right, now it's time for our wedding favours where we read out different people's businesses that could be great for your wedding. And we have one from Hannah Buchanan who says, Dear Jamie and Sophie, congratulations on choosing a venue. I just heard about your new segment, Wedding Favours, and thought I would share my business with you. I am a landscape painter and a lot of my work is commission-based. And I have just started painting wedding venues. Wow. Yeah, I even painted my own wedding venue countless times and I'm not getting married until next year. I paint dreamy scenes with oils and I love to focus on the natural landscape. And I am painting my first venue tomorrow morning in the Kentish countryside. I work in person, visits and or photographs so no venue is too far away. If you had the time to mention my work, I'd be really grateful. And if you wanted an oil painting of your Spanish venue, then I would be more than happy to have a chat about it. Lots of love, Hannah. Thank you so much, Hannah Buchanan. That is such a lovely idea. We're going to leave the link in the description below. That is so cool that you can have someone come up and they can oil paint. Yeah, and you can have it there forever. Because also, it'd just be a lovely painting. But then to be like, you know, and give it to your children and be like, that's where we got married. How insane is that? That's unbelievable. Great idea and great talent. And just we'll leave, we'll leave the link for you guys. Yeah. Check se- her out. Send in your um, recommendations to at Nillyweds Podcast. We want to hear from you, however how big or small it is. We love to hear from you, so please send it in. Oh, now it's time for my favourite of the podcast. No, no, no. I feel like we've we've revealed too much this episode. I think we save Reverse Mr. and Mrs. for next episode because I'm... But they love it. No, but we've revealed so much, Jamie. So we're going to come back with that next week, though. Yeah. We'll you promise me? And, come back as always. Give me a little jingle just to get me excited. Rat-a-tat-tat in my cat and a hat. Oh my! God. You like fade off at the end of uh, you yeah, go. That's what they you, do. You get Jingle quieter. Does that. Yeah, but why do you? You go. If I ask you a question, you go. It's like you get tired at the end of saying. I so. am. I'm really tired right now. Why are you, you tired? Because we've had a therapy session. It took a lot out of me. It's only been an hour. I don't like talking about sex, so that was a lot of tension. Well, we for had a whole an hour. hour, and now I'm like, whoa. Well, we, if you're tired from talking about it, wait till later, honey, because you're gonna be. Oh, you're gonna be exhausted. Why do you talk out the same? Because yeah. they're sexy, isn't it? Oh, you're going to be exhausted. Oh, before we go, very exciting because next episode we're doing... Champagne tasting and I'm honestly salivating at the thought. Oh, you're going to get drunk. No. Yeah, you are champagne Maybe just a little tasting. Bit. Get ready for that. Okay, guys, we love you. We love you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. We appreciate it every single week. Have the most fabulous week to everyone who's getting married this weekend. Congrats. Congrats, guys. Such a beautiful weekend. We're going to a wedding this weekend. Woo! We're going to tell you all about it. And to anyone who's getting engaged, anyone who's thinking about it, good luck. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Say goodbye in a cool way. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.